0: This is CarPro USA, the home of straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive, with Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry has over 35 years of experience in the auto industry and served two terms as chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick, a radio hall of famer. And on weekends after the show, he sings in a Captain and Tennille cover band. So sit back and hum Muskrat Love. As you listen to CarPro USA. Come
1: on. Thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA. And here we are. It's right down to the last week of the month of July. It's been a good month for the dealers in spite of the inventory shortages. Uh, they're turning cars so much faster right now than they ever have before. Just about everything that's coming off the trucks um, are is pre sold. And so they car comes in they get it prepped. they call that customer that had reserved it and it goes out the door and usually that's going to happen within a day so it doesn't look like they're building any inventory but yet they're still selling a lot of cars but chip shortage or no chip shortage whatever makes no difference the end of the month's the end of the month and dealers have numbers that they want to make If they've got a great month going, they want to make it an even better one. If they need help, they've got to push this past week. So between now and next Saturday at the dealers that you'll find at carprousa.com under find a car pro, uh, there's going to be some people getting unusually good deals right now. And by that, I mean MSRP or less. That's just the market we're in right now. MSRP or less. On most of the vehicles that you'll find at our website. Um, But, you know, again, I can't stress enough the used car market is just so high. Even if you've got an older truck or SUV that's, you know, it's got a decent appearance and it doesn't have major mechanical issues, it's worth a lot of money right now. So if you overpay a thousand or two for the new car, but you get Three or $4,000 more for your trade-in than you're going to get later this year, you're money ahead. And that's, that's why I have to talk to you. Some people, if you don't have a trade, you might be better off to wait. People with a trade right now, you're better off to go ahead and pull the trigger, especially if it's something a dealer can resell. So there you go. That's what's going on in the market today. Used car prices went back up this week. Um, which was a little bit of a surprise after a four week slide starting at, uh, no, somewhere about the third week of June prices started to slide. And this week they were back up. My trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy joins me. My neighbor across the
2: street, a little confused this week. So I felt (laughs) in good company. He went to one of our dealers with the intention of ordering a new car. To you know exactly the way he wanted it. Meanwhile, the dealer brought him around behind his desk, showed him a computer screen that had vehicles that were on their way to his dealership, his allocation. Yeah. Um, in the next couple of weeks or so, I was surprised. I didn't know they could see what was on that truck somewhere a thousand miles away from them. That oh, was on their way to their specific sure. dealership. Yeah. no. They, How does that work?
1: Well, the dealer orders it, and then once it, once it, uh, they, you can follow any vehicle from the day it's ordered. There's an order number. You can pull it up. Uh, then once it, uh, gets close to the assembly process, it's assigned a VIN number. You can follow that then for the rest of the time. It'll, the only, the only, tracking issues that you have in the industry is when the vehicle leaves the plant from that point to the time that it gets to the transporter the convoy truck people and and that's hard for some car companies Ford used to have a major problem with that I mean they would lose whole train loads of cars when I was dealer council chairman they're just
2: out there somewhere. Uh,
1: but nobody knows where. They're sitting on the, on a track somewhere on the side of the road, but they don't know where. And I'm kind of a simple guy. When I was dealer council chairman, I, we were talking about this problem, and I said, wait a minute. I can, I can send a letter from here to Japan and find out any given time where it is and when it's going to be delivered. You got 50... New Forge sitting on a train rail car somewhere, and you can't tell me where it is. <laughs> Good question. It it, it was like eye opening for them, and they uh, they were listening. They got UPS to come in and create a logistics system. That was one of the. It was it was very frustrating at that time. Pat McKinney, Texas. Well, I'm sorry, Granbury, Texas. Welcome.
3: Thank you, Jerry. It's me again. Hey, Pat. Um, I need some some education and some information. Okay. My daughter was living in Chicago, and she leased a um, Hyundai Santa Fe. Because they have all the public transportation, she has it's a 2018, almost fully loaded. I think she just doesn't have a sunroof. But her lease is up at the end of, of at the end of September. Now, they only have. Nineteen thousand miles on the car, right? Should she at this point, and she's coming back from Mexico? This is going to be her only car, so should she hang on to it? It's my understanding that they give them a price when they lease the cars, how much it's going to be worth, or what they'll buy it for.
1: It's a residual value; it's set right up front, and that number does not change. So,
3: okay, so that should right now that should be. Lower than what she can get for the car, or than what she Uh, absolutely,
1: definitely, she's definitely got built-in equity, no question.
3: So she need so since she's going to need a car, but she doesn't want to lease because she's going to be moving to Kansas. Um, she should hang on to the car, just go ahead and buy it. If
1: here's here's what it comes down to, Pat. If she likes the car, then yeah, buy it. It's a bargain. You it's 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 rare to purchase a vehicle and. Not put a down payment down and have instant equity, and she's going to be in that position. She's going to be in great shape. She's probably got five grand in equity. Yeah, again, it comes down to does she love the car? Does she want to make sixty more payments on it, or whatever she well, ends she up,
3: does,
1: however she ends well, up?
3: she does love the car.
1: Well, then just buy the car anyway. Heck yeah, buy it. It's too cheap. You, you, she couldn't go out in the open market and buy a car. Again, within five thousand dollars of the residual value that she's got, you know, and, and the market's so good right now. But with miles like that, and her being the first owner, so she gets the ten-year, hundred thousand mile warranty. She'll have seven years left and eighty thousand miles. Heck yeah, I buy it. It's a bargain, and it's a great vehicle. It. it the only reason yeah. I would tell you anything different is if you said, you know, she really didn't like this car. Uh, then, then I would say to take that equity out and go lease or buy something else. Not necessary here. She likes it. It's a bargain. It's a great SUV. All is well, Pat, and I do appreciate the call.
0: Hey, cars don't go 200,000 miles anymore. Well, actually, some do. Find out which ones. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
2: Looking at the list that Jerry had this week in the newsletter, we already mentioned earlier that the top-selling full-size luxury SUV—no surprise—the Cadillac Escalade, ten thousand dollars over MSRP in auctions. Mm-hmm. You say yes. The number one mid-size luxury SUV by a wide margin. Dun, 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 dun. The Lexus RX 350.
1: Yeah, big shock there. Big shock. Quite a lead, though. I mean. Well, Acura MDX was
2: right, but, well, not right behind it. Um it was number two. Number two. Yeah, 10,000 below, and then Boy, Mercedes a, GLE, you know, the There's usual. a great
1: lesson right there. What? You know, if, if, if a car company completely redoes an SUV, and they do it right, and they price it right, like the. 2022 mdx which is all new and it is fantastic um that thing last year would have been instead of number two on the list it would have been 12 or or lower or lower acura is a great car company i mean you get honda quality and you get acura luxury and their technology and their super handling all-wheel drive but they did this thing right and it shot to the top and they've had some chip shortages at Acura. They've uh, Honda has favored Honda vehicles over Acura vehicles. I mean, I, I talked to our Acura dealer in Dallas, um Vandergrift just I don't know, a couple of days ago. And every MDX he had coming in for the next couple of months is already sold. That's a great vehicle. Glenn in San Antonio. Welcome. How can I help you, sir? Hello. Glenn, are you
4: there? Yes, I am.
1: Good. Welcome.
4: Uh, welcome. Uh thank you. I'm sorry, I was sitting here talking to my wife about cars and <laughs> you 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 caught me in the middle of it. Well,
1: no problem.
4: All uh, right. Uh, well, I was uh one thing we I was thinking about doing is getting a uh SUV for uh for a small uh camper trailer, something to about five thousand pounds. Yeah. Used car. I was wondering what your thoughts were on that.
1: Oh, it, you know, there's a lot of them that'll do it. You can't five thousand is kind of that break point where you go from a midsize SUV to a full size SUV, and by yes, full sir. size I mean Tahoe, Suburban, Yukon, Escalade, Expedition. That, yeah,
4: not looking at something that big. I'm sorry. Not looking at anything that large. Yeah,
1: but you're going to have to if you're if you're towing five thousand pounds. That's the, that's really the limit on mid-sized SUVs, like, oh, let's say the Ford Explorer, Chevy Traverse. Uh, the one exception is the Dodge Durango, which has had a 6,000-pound towing threshold if you get the right engine and transmission. But, you know, is the 5,000 pounds, the trailer, loaded with all your stuff in it, or is that is that the dry weight?
4: Well... We haven't got the camper. We're looking at something going on that. But we've got to get. We've got to replace the car, and so I thought since so we're replacing anyway, let's buy for something that we're going to be looking at using in uh, in the near future. So that maybe could go less than five thousand. We don't need a big camper trailer. So uh, we might want to go with something smaller. Then
1: you you need you boy. I, I always discourage people from buying the tow vehicle before the trailer. Mm-hmm. Because when uh, you, no, I've heard you, I've heard you say that when you get out there and get looking, you think you want a twenty-one footer, but you find a twenty-four footer that's perfect and you love it and it's a good deal. But now you've already bought your car and you don't have enough vehicle. So if you can, you you really need to add a thousand pounds to whatever the dry weight of the trailer is, and you can look that up online and see what it weighs and then add another thousand pounds to it uh for when you get a full tank of water and butane bottles filled and your clothes and your pots and your pans and all the things necessary to be successful i would if you want to be safe get your wrap your mind around a Chevy Tahoe, and there's a lot of them out there and they've been great vehicles for a long long time um and and really enjoyable to drive too. They they don't drive as they don't drive as big as they look, uh, and that's just take that for a second. But the the point is, it's a nice vehicle to drive around town. You can make U turns in it. You can park it. It'll tow, oh, depending on the year model, it'll tow seven thousand or more pounds. You're not likely to go over that. I would try to. Give that some serious thought and see what you can come up with. Cavender Chevrolet's there in San Antonio. They'll have something. Um, a lot of our dealers that handle uh, a lot of used vehicles will have them. In fact, I've got a search page on the front page of carprousa.com that you can look at. Look at Tahoe's and Yukon's would be my suggestion.
0: You might even be able to trade a boat in on a car. Ask Jerry Reynolds at CarProUSA. One eight hundred nine two six seventy
4: seven seventy
1: seven. And we got a Calvin in San Antonio, Texas. Hello, Calvin. Calvin, are you there? Oh, no Calvin there? Huh okay let's put calvin back on hold and go to jim in houston jim welcome hello i uh spoke with you about a month ago uh, talking about buying a taos from uh, vw yeah Uh, i did buy it i got about 1650 miles on it. it's a great little truck but uh things have changed and i need to sell it how what would you suggest well, I do two things. I would uh, I would talk to the dealer that you bought it from. Uh, my understanding is they're short in supply and they're selling well, uh, so they may want to buy it back. You know, it's going to cost you a little bit of money to do it, but uh, that's just depreciation. But at least the market is good on all SUVs right now, and so I'd talk to them and I would uh, shoot the information to give me the com slash car pro and see what they'll pay for it. Uh, and do you see this situation changing much in the next, say, month? As far as values, no, not a lot. Yeah. The market's been moving up and down. It's been going down. Now it's come back up, um, especially for trucks and SUVs. I don't think that's going to change much in the next month. It, it could go down some from right now. Probably not a whole lot. You, you, I mean, it's already a 2022 model, so we don't have to worry about a new model coming out that, uh, you know, every year depreciates the the older models. That's not the case with the tiles. So, no, I don't think it would. How many miles on it so far, 1,600? Yeah, 1,650. And, and how much will that go up in the next month? It won't. Okay. Then, if you can if you can do it, I'd do it now because it's not gonna get any higher but it could go down. Do you have do you okay. have a copy of the window sticker still? Yes. Okay. When you send when you send the information to givemetheven dot com slash carpro, take a picture of that too. This thing's too new to be in the Manheim Market Reports yet. So Giving them that window sticker will be a big help. And they'll give you a bit. They'll have to do a little research.
0: $100,000 on a Benz truck. People who think paying cash gets you a better deal in a car are, well, wrong. Just left a dealership and we turn it up. Find out why at car Pro USA. 1-800-926-7777.
1: I want to thank our friends at O'Reilly Auto Parts for sponsoring this hour of CarPro USA. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. They're close, convenient, and known for guaranteed everyday low prices and excellent customer service from professional parts people that you can trust, just like I do. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Visit their website. It's fantastic. O'ReillyAuto.com
2: You know, they say discretion is the better part of valor which I suppose came into play when I was reading your review about the McLaren and all the different modes it had that you could combine and do this and do that. And one of them was a drifting mode. If you wanted to be Ken Brock, you know, and go sliding sideways. And you decided this time you'd try all the other modes, but you didn't want to be the guy that...
1: Wrecked the three hundred fifty nine thousand dollar McLaren.
2: Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I didn't want to be. Didn't that. want to be that
1: guy. Nah, I never wanted to be Ken Block anyway, <laughs> but I sure didn't want to be him in a in a McLaren. Just fantastic car. I hope you enjoyed the review. Uh, it's up at our website now and it's in this week's newsletter. Uh, but great review, boy, by the way. D- no chiropractor if you get one of these cars. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, it was a killer. Rebecca in Spring Texas. Hey, kiddo. What can I help you with?
5: Hi, Jerry. Love your show. Thank you, ma'am. Um, until a couple of months ago, I was driving a 2012 Infiniti QX56. Okay. SUV, and unfortunately, got caught in the middle of a Jeep sandwich. So Ooh. because of the high mileage on it, 123,000, it was totaled. And I... Um, my intention was to keep that vehicle two more years and then downsize to a small SUV, right. a small or mid-size SUV. It had, you know, new, new-ish, three-year-old dual catalytic converters on it, a year-old starter, and brand-new 80,000 miles tires the month before. So I was very upset to lose it. I typically do not like a car payment, and I know you – I know you are not against leases.
1: Oh, no. I lease myself. I
5: hate the idea of owning, paying on something that I don't own. So I know their leases are different than they used to be years ago, but I typically drive my cars a long time and like to pay them off as quickly as possible.
1: Yeah. You're you're not a lease candidate if you keep a car a long, long time. Okay.
5: Well, I told you I keep a car a long long time. My last three cars I've had for, you know, 10 years. Yeah. 8 to 10 years each. Yeah. But I I replaced that car with a Mazda CX-9, a used 2017 because I didn't think I wanted a car payment at all. Right. But I don't love it. It it drives nice and it has a nice feel to it. But it's. I think I should have downsized a little bit more. It, And it sits lower than I expected it to. It feels more like a sedan with a hatchback.
1: And how many miles are on the Mazda, Rebecca?
5: Uh, Now, now there are 38,000 miles on it. Okay. All right. So I'm wondering if, recognizing I don't love it right off the bat, and it's not a car that I want to keep for 8 to 10 years, should I go ahead and just accept the little bit I'll lose on it and try to trade it in on either something new and accept
1: a car payment or... Um, and how, how long have you had the Mazda? Not even two months. Okay. Uh, you're not going to take a bath and on I'll it. T-
5: I'll tell you what I like. I, I didn't know how far down I wanted to go from a QX56, so I didn't think I really wanted to go right into a small SUV. But I do like some of the smaller ones, like the... Um the Hyundai Tucson, the I like the Santa Fe. I really, really like the styling of the Kia Sorrento, the new one, Yeah I do, too.
1: I do too. It's, it's and it's, I
5: know you like those. I do. And I was I know that they have a great warranty, so maybe it would be worth having a car painted. Yeah. For me to have that I, warranty. I think
1: so. And and the other thing too, Rebecca, is life's too short not to love your car. I mean I've said that exactly. forever. Uh, if you're going to be, you know, it doesn't sound like you're miserable with it, but you don't like it, and that's no,
5: I'm not. that's yeah, a that's
1: a reason to get something that you want. Plus, you're going to get better fuel economy if you go with the Sorento. Yeah.
5: That was the that was the other thing. I have had a little bit of a job change issue, uh, where my job will now require a drive two or three times a month from Houston to Dallas. So I want something with better gas mileage than this sure. four cylinder turbo. Uh, actually gives me so what do you like in the small to midsize suv i know you like the i really like the styling of the kia do you think hyundai is i i know until recently hyundai had like a free three-year service i don't think they're offering that anymore i think they are
1: i think they're doing i think they're doing the maintenance for three years or thirty-six thousand miles um, unless, do you
5: think if I like the Kia styling better, I should wait until Kia is offering a similar? No, similar? I
1: don't think they will. No. Yes. I, I don't okay. think they will. I mean, Hyundai owns Kia, right? So yes. they try to do things to, to separate those two cars to make sure that they're not really competing with each other, although they do. Yes. I mean, there's no doubt. Right. Look, at, look at Telluride and, and Palisade. I mean, they compete with each other exactly. every single day. Uh, if it were me, I'd go with the Sorrento. I think it's a great choice. Um, oh, great gas like mileage. It. And I would, I, I mean, I'd seriously consider the hybrid version.
5: I, I, okay, that was my next question. I know they come in a gas and hybrid version. Yeah. It seemed like I really like the high trim levels, and it seemed like the hybrid didn't have every single safety feature that the all gas car did. But I think with that drive, I like the idea of the hybrid.
1: Yeah, I do too. I um, like it too. And, I, you know, the other one, if you're going to go hybrid, the other one that you should consider is the RAV4. And...
5: I knew you were going to say that. I heard, I've heard i heard you talk about it. <laughs> well. I see a million of them. I know Toyotas. I've had a Camry. I, I mean, I've had a Lexus and a Camry, and I love Toyotas too. I don't know if I wanted to go quite that small. I don't need the third row, but I want something big enough, my mid-sized dog carrier yeah
1: now the he's rav the way. rav's grown over the last two years it's bigger than it used to be the only problem with them right now is they're hard to come by the the rav4 yeah. hybrid is one it is in fact the hottest selling suv on the market and they're short in supply but it's still my friends that fred has uh nate murphy the gm there uh he's got he's got bunches of them coming in are the biggest Toyota dealer in Texas and that's not that's not far from you. So if if you're if you're yeah. set on the Sorrento, I would never ever try to talk you out of that cuz that's a great choice, especially with yeah. the warranty that and for how long you keep a car. Go to Cowboy Kia in Conroe and talk to Mark. When Com- I
5: when I first totaled my vehicle and had the rental vehicle, I tried to go there twice and they didn't even have them in they're so short supplied
1: oh yes it's industry-wide rebecca it's not well
5: i have to order something without even driving it
1: maybe well just just reserve one that's already coming in and as soon as it gets in mark will call you you can come up and drive it and see you know how, how you like it and you won't have to order it but you may have to reserve one they are selling really well You know, we got to run with that. Mark's information is at carprousa.com under Find a Car Pro. Good to talk
0: to you. There are a lot of choices in cars, trucks, and SUVs. Find out what the right one is for you at Car Pro USA. 1-800-926-7777.
2: I want to remind you that CarPro USA has our very own YouTube channel. And you can use that YouTube channel to search all of Jerry's reviews going back to 2009, something like that. Yeah. So it's at CarPro USA. Just put that in the search bar at YouTube and you can look. In, I mean, I don't know how long it would take you to watch all of them, but it would be a long time.
1: Yes, it really would. Let's go to San Antonio and talk with Joe. Joe, what's up?
4: Hey, uh, you said two things recently that's got me thinking about uh possibly getting bids on my cars. You had mentioned that in Texas, as long as you buy another car in the same calendar year, you can use the tax advantage of selling your car to somebody like Give Me the Van.
0: Um... And
2: you
1: had mentioned that Mm, you say that i don't think i did
2: i think that comes into play when you're talking about homes
1: well it, oh, i thought i thought you
4: were saying that if you buy another car in the same calendar year you know the tax advantage you have of trading in a car and not paying the taxes on the trade
1: that's correct and i've talked about that a million times when i'm talking yeah, to texas right. texas callers but i don't know so, of any tax implications the only the only thing i that I have talked about is tax code 179 for oh, self yeah. self-employed and business owners. But yeah, uh, I don't know of any, and I'm not a CPA, but I don't know of any yeah. advantage of selling a car um, outright and, and getting it So you could get a tax advantage on that. I I don't know where that would fall in.
4: Okay. Uh, the, the, one of the cars is a 2010 Lexus. RX 450, I bought a year ago. It's a hybrid, 110,000 miles on it. And a year ago, nobody wanted a hybrid. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, you know, with 110,000 miles, would a Lexus RX 450 be desirable? Absolutely. To like you, the
1: van? you know, and, and it's 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 11 years old. It, the thing hadn't even been driven 10,000 miles a year. Uh, I know. That's low mileage. Passion. And And always, when gas goes up, hybrid prices go up. You can probably make Another money. Miles, yeah. You can probably make money on that one.
4: You have any idea what the range is on that?
1: I don't, but okay. uh, slip it into give me the com slash carpro and you can find out in about okay. three minutes.
4: Okay. Uh the other one is a two thousand eight Chrysler Sebring limited convertible with the hardtop convertible. I've only got seventy thousand miles on it. It's, you know, been a weekend toy car. And since I don't drive it that much, I'm wondering would that be attractive? to um, the market right now probably
1: it's convertible season um yeah i'd probably load that one in to give me the van also but i think you'll come out way better if once you find out what they'd write you a check for add about three grand to it and and advertise it that's low miles on that car too Uh, you're in convertible season and there is a definite market for convertibles that can be bought under ten thousand dollars.
4: Well, you know, it, I, I've been looking at uh, Detroit News and some of these other places, and they're suggesting that this chip shortage may last a year to eighteen months. Yeah, I don't think. Do so. you see anything?
1: No, I don't, don't see that. No, matter. I see signs okay. that they are um, that, that they they've got this chip thing under not under control, but they they're they know when they're coming and they're the moves that I see automakers making right this minute. Tell me this will probably be over by the end of the year. Uh, our Toyota dealer in Dallas, Freeman Toyota, they, right. we had him on the show with us this morning. He had two truckloads of Tundras show up that were not part of his allocation that, that were frankly a surprise to him. And Truckloads and Tundra's the hardest new vehicle to get on the market right this minute.
4: And sounds like a rental company canceled their deal. Well, it could be,
1: but you yeah. know, th- they decided to build these things instead of and ship them instead of you know putting the chips in something else. I think by the end of this year, Joe, I hope I've helped you, sir.
0: You can't get advice from that friend who thinks he knows a lot about cars, right. Or you can get the facts from Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA. Call 1 800 926 7777.
2: You got to love this one, Mr. Reynolds, and I think the audience might like it too. Woman named Kimberly said, quote, I don't think you can beat the legendary Sewell service combined with being a car pro VIP <laughs> kind of like peanut butter and jelly. They just go together. She gave a five-star rating to sales manager, Keith Mills at Sewell Jaguar Land Rover North Austin. After her recent experience there said Keith and his team were true gentlemen. They wanted to make sure she was comfortable with making her purchase Their communication was thorough, timely, and so helpful. She said she only had a million questions. And they were patient enough to answer each and every one of them. She was treated with respect. And their follow-up since she got the car has been spot on. And she said again, the benefits of purchasing from this dealership after the sale is outstanding. There's no question she's buying her next car from them. And of course she'll contact them first from carprousa.com. And that's a five-star rating again for Keith Mills. at Sewell Jaguar Land Rover North Austin.
1: Boy, Austin was so lucky to get, uh, to get that dealership built there. It's just beautiful. And I don't know if you know the story or not, but it started off Park Place. Park Place is our Lexus Mercedes dealer in Dallas, And it started off Park Place. And then when the owner of Park Place sold off some of his dealerships, the new buyer didn't want to be in Austin. And so he didn't want to be in Austin without, you know, the other dealerships here in Dallas-Fort Worth. So he sold it to Sewell. Oh, they couldn't have gone wrong either way.
2: No, you're talking about playing for the Yankees, <laughs> the Dodgers in the heydays of yeah. both those teams.
1: Yeah, and thanks, guys, and thanks uh, for taking care of our listeners there.
0: Most people don't even know if they could do better leasing a car than buying one. Find out from CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.